Live another day. Mirrors can't talk. Luckily for you, they can't laugh either. A lot of story there, a lot of lore uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing. I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, Episode 5, the show where the only phrase that scares us is, but I am the manager. <laughs> Each episode, we'll oh check in God. and have some laughs, and we'll talk about the lore of Warcraft, one or maybe two topics at a time. We'll see where this one goes, but yeah. All right, my name is Jin, a guy who is, you know what, I really enjoy some Yahtzee. I do. I do, I do from time to time. And I'm joined by a recent Yahtzee convert, <laughs> Allie. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> that has, has the dice treating you, huh? You know, some games against regular people, it seems fine. You know, the dice is the dice and whatever. When you play all their extra, extra events and tournaments and prizes, they seem totally rigged. They do seem rigged during the tournaments and all the extra stuff. <laughs> they want you to buy their, you know, buy more dice and buy more rolls. And so it seems rigged. But other than that, <laughs> it's it's funny because like when I was, you know, a kid learning to play Yahtzee, I had this whole strategy of, you know, well, if I can get, you know, above, was it 15 or 20 in chance? I can't, I can't remember what I decided back then. Then, you know, I'm doing good. And like, I was like whole strategy. And I thought I was like the best Yahtzee player ever. Of course, I got older and realized it was all random and I had bad luck, but it's uh, it's still good. Yeah, and I, I realized I really like to collect the dice. Yeah, like the I don't like know the, why. It's, it's fun. It's it's like uh, it's like transmog. And wow, that's basically yeah, what it exactly. Is. It's, it's the same type You're just of transmogging thing. your dice. Yep. It's the same thing. <laughs> Yeah, my wife got some dice that I'm very jealous of. They're a different color on every single number. And it's like, I saw that. I'm like, Those I was are like, the ooh, best. look at you go, Mrs. Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best because you e- can easily tell, no, that's that's not a four. That's a six. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, because that doesn't happen. You don't click on the wrong thing. No, never. No, no. Anyway, well, my notes are backwards <laughs> this week. So I'm just going to say, Allie, how's your week been besides Yassi? Or you talk about Besides Yahtzee. Yahtzee. I mean, Yahtzee, yeah, it's been good. It's fun. I always, I always get excited when, like, one of, I have two wives, two, I have two wives. I apparently have two wives. Did you know that? I did not. I, I didn't know I that. I thought you lived in Colorado, <laughs> not Utah. <laughs> I mean, we're next to Utah, so. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I I've have I've never two met your sister during, wives. <laughs> you probably don't want to, trust me. Um <laughs> I have two games going with your wife, which is always fun when when they come up. And then I've noticed she definitely plays more than you do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> She's like on the ball sometimes. And I'm like, Jin hasn't played in 10 hours. Would you roll your freaking dice, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm all and, slow uh, my dice. That, that's okay. That's okay. And Sarith. Yeah. I've been playing him too. He usually plays too. Jerk. I think I won the first game against them, I don't know, but I can't remember the others. And then a bunch of random people, so now I can't keep anyone straight except for, like, you three. So 
but it's a it's a fun, healthy distraction from the world that is 2020. Yeah. <laughs> and nice. everything therein. But yeah. outside of Yahtzee, I've been doing a couple mount runs in game and still working on two sides of every tale and having way too much fun questing in Nazmir because the Kragwa quest line is phenomenal and I want to play it again because it was so great. <laughs> the Kragwa quest line. I don't I don't know if I've done that one yet. Now granted I like frogs. I actually like I owned a frog back in the day. Actually multiple. I owned like a big like Pac-Man frog and I've had a couple like little water frogs, but I so I like frogs and the Kragwa quest line just he's a majestic beast and it's just awesome. way too much fun. <laughs> And I've had to resist the urge to... I already have one of the marsh, marsh Hopper mounts. And I've had to resist the urge to buy another one because I want gold going into Shadowlands versus, you know, um, drained gold accounts. So How much, how much are those things? 333,333 gold. I have that much. And about that much. So Exactly. <laughs> I, like I, could, I could buy one and have another, like, 50,000, 100,000 me going into Shadowlands, but... I'm sure there's going to be something comes out in Shadowlands I'm going to want, so... Yeah, I think if I bought it, I'd be like... I'd have like 10,000 left, so I should probably just not buy those. <laughs> At least just for now. get more gold and then buy buy one. Because they're, they're awesome. I love them. Hmm. Well, maybe I should do that. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not a huge mount collector, but... Fair enough. I do like them. I mean, there's, every now and then I, I will... I've been known to do an invincible run a time or two. <laughs> You've been known. <laughs> I've, never, I've never gotten it, obviously, but, you know, I'll, I'll go there. Like, I have the Headless Horseman mount. That's why I don't really do much of the Hollow's End right now. I got that years ago. Yeah. It's one of the few mounts I could be like, look at this. <laughs> yeah. For, so for all those that are getting it this year, congrats. But for yeah. all those people that have had it for a while, it's, it's old news. <laughs> <laughs> well, besides not doing Halloween events, what have you been up to? Well, I decided that I was going to run a character through, um, what is it? Exile's Reach. And I almost finished yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I actually started playing a druid because I was like, you know what? What class have I never played ever? And it's a druid. All like, right. Yeah, well, because well, I actually think I have two druids and one of them's boosted. So right, they were, I think they were 110. And so they're like probably like 45 or something now. And I I think I've logged into them for like nine minutes, maybe, maybe less. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the problem with a boosted character. I go, I, I boost it. And then I go, I don't, I'm not a play this character. I don't know. Yeah. Like, unless you had like a very specific goal going into it, knowing you're going to use it. I know for me, I just, I don't establish that bond with my character when I boost it like that, you know? Yeah. That's. The only time that I was very happy with the boost that I did is when I boosted a, a rogue because that's how I got the insane title. <laughs> that's, that's how I managed yeah. to go go get the insane title. So I was like, that was, a, <laughs> that was a good boost because the only thing I needed to know how to, there's only two spells that I needed on my bar, fan of knives and pickpocket. Okay. And yeah. stealth. Stealth too. But. Stealth helps vanish. Yeah. Well, you need stealth to get the pickpocket to work. Yeah. Yeah. But then after you've pickpocketed all, you just go fan that. Because <laughs> that's the thing. The respawn rate on the characters or the, all the little 
little friggin' murlocs that you're picking pickpocketing. Right. They respond much faster than the countdown for letting you pickpocket them again. So you pick a lot yes. of them all, fan of knives, go to the next one, and you just keep going back. And you do that for like 35 hours until you lose your mind. And then you have the insane title. That's how you do it. They really want you to feel that title. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I got to say, but the whole Exile's Reach, it's pretty freaking awesome. I, I actually really like that. really great job with it. I'm really, my only complaint, so have you, you said you hadn't finished it yet? I mean, I think I basically am done with it. I got to the point where I rescued have uh, you done the, little- the lady's son. Uh, you know, I did the, I rode around on the boar. And smashed all the undead. Yeah. <laughs> I, think the, I think the only thing I have to do left is like go to the mini dungeon almost or something like that, whatever. Or I gotta, so I gotta stop the you'll dragon. You have to let me know in alpha beta. Did it get released in alpha? I can't remember. I think it did. Whenever I first played it, I think it did. I think it was an alpha. But in the mini dungeon, there's a couple NPCs you go with you, and one of them is supposed to act as the quote unquote tank. Mm-hmm. And during one of the fights, the tank tells you to go in there and hit it first. And it pisses me off because we should not be training new players how to hit the boss before the fucking tank. It angers me. I have left feedback after feedback for it. <laughs> I've told others to leave back feedback and they never changed it. And now as a healer, I'm going to have a bunch of noobs hitting the boss <laughs> before the tank. And it's going to anger me. <laughs> it angers me. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh. I haven't got that far yet, so I'll, I'll have to so let you know. And I'm playing as balance. Back. I'm playing as balance, so I'm not, I don't, well, I guess I'm more of a feral. I don't know. I'm literally currently a hybrid because I don't have a spec, and I'm just right. like casting wrath and stuff like that, and things get close. <laughs> I turn into a cat form, and I'm like, <laughs> and then they die. Cause do you make those sounds when you do it, too? Of course. That's when I'm smashing my like number one button. I'm like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's what happened. So I'll let you know if the whole Exiles Reach thing, if the tank is still like, go on there, killer. You you get him first. Uh, Don't worry, I have a taunt button. <laughs> last I've heard, it still is, and it frustrates me to no end. It's my one and only complaint about Exiles Reach. Otherwise, it's phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. The community will beat that bad habit out of them eventually. But Yeah, eventually. Eventually. That's about it, though. I mean, I haven't really done it a whole lot uh, into out of in and out of game so far. It's it's yeah, Dyson, Dyson Exiles Reach is about it. Hey, but I do like Exiles works. Reach. I gotta finish it up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, well, well, I guess we uh, can talk about what the heck we're drinking tonight because it's uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> You're I, very excited about this. Well, I thought it was a very funny <laughs> joke, considering what topic we're talking about. I, I like it. It's good. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you what topic is, but maybe maybe you guys can guess what, what it is before we we, we reveal the topic <laughs> with the drink, because the drink is Roy Rogers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it's it's basically cherry coke, kinda, mostly. I got maraschino cherries in there, so that helps. I do too. I have yeah. two, and they're they're on the bottom. Oh, they sank. See, mine are mine are still clinging to the ice. So. Oh, so mine mine don't have stems. Maybe that's why they just like plop right down there. Yeah, that yeah, that probably did it. I bought them specifically yeah. with stems. So maybe I'm gonna try and I might try to tie one later in, in my mouth. <laughs> I, I never. That. I had a couple friends who were able to do that in middle school, and they were so 
dang proud of it, and I never, <laughs> I never could. I have other talents, and that is not one of them. Apparently, I think I managed to do it once, but it took me like fifteen minutes, so it wasn't actually cool. <laughs> it was just like they're like that took you way too long, and I'm just like, hey, I did it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roy Rogers, you figure out the topic yet? No, Mm-mm. get it? It's cowboy. Cowboys got ropes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Day Elevens. But Day Elevens doesn't have a drink. But whatever. She should have a drink. I wonder if there's is is there a Day Elevens drink? I wonder if there is. Let's look that up. That'd be funny. (laughs) Maybe maybe? It's like Dale Evans is not as well known, so maybe not. Dale Evans drink. Yep, there is. Let's see. Nope. Mm mm. Just Roy it just it just brings up Roy Rogers when you do it. Oh, sorry. Oh, well. She didn't get a drink. That's okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe hers is vanilla Coke instead of cherry. Well, that's, yeah, we'll make it up now. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> why not? Yeah, why not? I, yep. That's what we're going to do. I do know when, when I was making this for the show, I thought about putting rum in it because it actually sounds quite delicious with yeah. spiced rum. But I decided not to, to to stick with you in your solidarity of... So one week know. left. Yep. Exactly. One week. Next episode, there will be alcohol. It'll be fine. Yep. And depending <laughs> on how next week goes, you know, the day that this episode releases, there might be more. Or just a normal amount. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we will. <laughs> All right. Well, we're talking about cowboys this week, so. Uh... I'm a cowboy. No, you're not any kind of a cowboy. Whoopie-ki-ya. Get along, little doggy. Okay. Yeehaw. That's what we're talking about. Yippee-yay. <laughs> Give up, little doggy. All right. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get into this. Let's, this should be fun. Yeah, we should. What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about? Yeah, so um, this is your spoiler warning. And by our spoiler, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say rampant speculation warning. Seriously. Because. <laughs> so much. Because honestly, this is not so much a spoiler spoiler, because uh, we're not going to probably talk real deep of any of the, the I don't think we're going to give away any big, big plot points. OK, so, yeah, basically, if you've watched the Draca, um, the, the Draca Afterlives video, you know, Maldraxxus, you'll be fine. All right. That's about as deep as we're probably going to go. So. All right. So that's, that's my warning. So just remember, everybody, earmuffs. I don't know why you got to do it in front of the kid with the effing. All you got to do is say earmuffs to him. Earmuffs. Yep. So what we're <laughs> going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about the interview that Steve Denuser did. What was it? A couple weeks ago now? Maybe three? A month now. Yeah. Just about oh, God, time. It's weird. Right? Well, <laughs> in that interview, someone asked him about... Um, now, oh, before we really get into it, I'm sure I'm going to use this this common like acronym but whatever uh, a lot and that is going to be au versus mu and if you don't know what that means au is alternate universe okay and mu is like main universe okay clear on clear on the terms okay so in case you're I just want to make sure you're not confused this entire episode if i keep saying mu au a and yeah i don't want to confuse you okay well they the, one of the questions was like we deal with time travel and da 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 da, da. what happens with all that Okay, now to get into the conversation, we're just gonna we're just gonna read his answer. Okay, well first we'll start with the question. How about that? 
Well, the actual question from the uh, the Lore Keeper website, I believe, is where this uh, the the original interview came from. Yes. Okay, Lore Keeper website. I think it's originally like a Norwegian site or something like that. But. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So credit where credit is due. Just want to make sure. Anyway, so we've done some stuff that involves involved with time travel and alternate realities. What happens to those souls when they pass on? Do they go to the Shadowlands? Great question, right? Okay. Yeah. Well, here is Steve's answer. And we may stop and pause and discuss a little bit before we really get into it, but here we go. This is a complicated question. You're damn right it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's why we're doing a whole episode on it. How do you deal with the with things like alternate Draenor? Uh, there was a Draca there. What is that Draca? Is she alive? Is she dead? Is she related to the Draca in the Shadowlands that we see? Or is there another Draca? We know that in Warlords of Draenor, a Velen of that universe died. Does that mean there is a Velen in the Shadowlands? But what about Velen and Azeroth? All these things are very complicated questions. Yes, that's why we're discussing it, Steve. <laughs> why we have questions the way i would have you think about it is a rope because you're a cowboy (laughs) (laughs) if you look at a rope it is one thing right it's something that you can grab onto you can hold it you can fling around your head you can can rustle up some cattle (laughs) you can see it think of that as a character all right that that little rope spinning around your head that's character think of that rope as draka or as velen all right. If you look at that rope more closely, you can see that there are different threads that make up the rope. All right. Different kind of ropes there, Steve, but we'll go We'll go with it. <laughs> we'll pretend we know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There are different twines that pull together, and you can pull off one of those threads if you want. Just plug it off, pull it off, throw it away. Still a rope, though. Right? Still a rope. But it is still a rope. And each of those threads you can think of as one of the realities of the character. One of the streams of time. Hmm. All right, you got that, everybody? Picture the rope. We got threads, streams of time. Okay. Still with me? All right, here we're going to keep going. There is a thread (laughs) that is the Draca from Draenor we visited in the Warlords of Draenor. There is another thread that is Draca from Azeroth as we know her. And there are many other threads that could be uh, other realities that we never peered into. Hmm. Okay. But all of those threads, at some time, come together to make that rope. And remember also that, as you'll see, that there are are many characters in the Shadowlands when they refer to time. Okay, so let me me, me, me just read that again. There are many characters in the Shadowlands when they refer to time. They usually say that time is not a construct of death. Okay? Time and death are not related. It's deep. (laughs) <laughs> is really deep. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Don't worry. That's Okay, so time and death are not related. Death is about eternity. It's like a circle. It's like wibbly-wobbly, right? It's not linear time. <laughs> the manner in which these threads come together, that can take a very long time for mortal perceptions. Those threads can be separated for a time, but sooner or later, they do combine to make one rope that is that character. You can think of it as the threads of that rope, as the individual threads are just waiting. Oh, and over time, they will come together, but they can exist as separate entities for a time. 
That still doesn't change the fact that they are part of one rope. All right, Steve. <laughs> I see where you're going. <laughs> but before I keep rambling, what, what are you thinking? What, what are your initial thoughts on that, Allie? Well, my very, 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 very first thought is the pure disappointment of not having the two gold dans mimicking the Spider-Man meme where they're like pointing at each other. I wanted that so desperately in Shadowlands. <laughs> now I don't get it. That really is honestly my first initial thought because I'm really disappointed. But I'm- outside of that, um, it feels like he and probably the rest of the team at Blizzard had to work very, very hard on this explanation. And there are a lot of questions that come with this. And it kind of feels like maybe they wrote themselves into a corner. Now they're trying to explain things. (laughs) What do you think? I think you give Jen a rope. He wants to be a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, because you're really digging into this. (laughs) You know, other people think, think of rope and take it more sexually and, you know, take it more... I take a cowboy. Whatever way, but you're you're just going straight for the cowboy, just all out. You had a hat in your picture and everything, like (laughs) which was perfect, by the way. I feel expected you to come on camera with it. But Nah, I put it back. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't put it that far away. (laughs) There you go. See, now it feels more authentic. Yep, there it is. I know you can't see this, everybody, but I am now wearing a cowboy hat. You will see it on Twitter. That's true. With a little fun little picture. Okay. So my actual initial reaction when I read this was uh, nice try. <laughs> I think that was my initial reaction because um, and I actually probably would have accepted this and we're going to get into this a little bit, but I think I probably would have accepted this um, explanation a little bit more readily had they not made the Magar orcs a playable race. That's where I feel like they may have shot themselves in the foot a little bit with this explanation. And we wouldn't get into that. But yeah, that was kind of my initial problem was, huh? Because, anyway, because I, I did kind of come up with ways of viewing this and explaining it that, that made sense to me. And then it's like, yeah, but you're playing as a Magar and that, that just throws things in a weird conundrum. But mm. So, uh, well, I guess we can first start by just discussing what it, this whole explanation possibly could mean for individual characters, like like Draka, for example, like he brings up. So, according to Steve, uh, the, the Draka we're interacting with is the Draka from our timeline, okay? That is basically what he is alluding to. That is absolutely what the, the Afterlife short definitely laid out. Because the one from the alternate universe the au that one didn't you know that one didn't do all that yet it's a very different storyline there yeah yeah so all right when and my i guess my first question is when the alternate universe draka dies what happens to the soul like do they does does nothing happen to the soul that's already in shadowlands does yeah that's what is the actual impact? Do we have, do we have any kind of speculation of what would happen there? That has been one of my questions because we have other. I mean, you have later listed villains. Same thing. Like obviously, not every thread of the rope is going to die at the same time. And 
are they in some kind of waiting room? Just <laughs> chilling until like the other versions of themselves can come together for a full complete rope. Is this the- and then they go before the Arbiter to get judged? Like... Yeah, is this the Catholic version of Shadowlands? The purgatory and everything? <laughs> I don't Maybe. Know. And then Maybe. what 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 happens if and if you're gonna get into this later and I missed it, I'm sorry, but what happens if I mean this isn't really the case, but what what if one Draka is good and should be judged by the arbiter when you know the arbiter is actually working as being, you know, quote unquote good, but the other one is bad and evil and we get judged differently. You know, we have all these different supposed realities of and alternate versions of these characters when they come together as one rope and then go before the arbiter get judged. Do they just take the average and go with it? Like, how does that work? (laughs) I don't know. Um, I I have no answer there, but uh, I don't have the direct quote. But uh, someone I was because I was doing some deep dive and research, see what the community was kind of saying about this and one of the things that was brought up is that i guess in in chronicle volume three at one point it actually mentions that alternate universes are like pocket realities pocket dimensions that really don't don't have any impact in the one true timeline you know the one that you know nas dormu is supposed to protect right right like there's just these like almost instances of time where they're just like you know and they they blink in and out of existence almost where you know what i mean where it's like because of one person trying to purposely make changes it's almost like it's like in back to the future right where he created the tangent prior to this point in time somewhere in the past the timeline skewed into this tangent creating an alternate 1985 alternate to you me and einstein but reality for everyone else Right, where right. It's like, yeah. <laughs> he's describing it. it's like because of Biff's thing that he did here, he created a tangent. <laughs> and you right. insert Biff with Garrosh. Okay, so Garrosh. <laughs> he's now Biff. <laughs> I like this. This yeah. is good. <laughs> yeah, so he went he went back in time and he created the the tangent that he then linked with the dark portal when it went swirly and red instead of swirly and green. Right. So you could almost like view that as, you know what I mean? Like you could probably still use that same explanation where normally that would have been a reality that was just, you know, a pocket dimension would have, you know, ceased to exist, you know, kind of like the, you know, kind of like Marty McFly's brothers and sister just disappearing (laughs) in the photo. They just would have vanished away. No, no more URL. She's gone. (laughs) To be sad. I still like that character, but yeah, and it's it's super weird because you, you have to think about it. It's like, okay, now we all have to pretend that that reality exists because obviously Magar Orcs, playable race, they came over. Right. Yep. You can still kind of go back there. <laughs> I don't actually know, but you, you went back there as a, in a scenario and time seemed to pass for them. So, and then you're like, okay, so what happened to the Draka? Is that Draka does that soul go to the Shadowlands? And my initial thought that I was thinking about all this is like, okay, my understanding and how I was kind of thinking about it in my head is that whatever reality, whatever timeline you're from, that is the version of the, that is the thread from the rope that you're interacting with. You know what I mean? Where it's like, 
if you came from, say, the main, the, the main, all main universe, right? The main, you know, MU, and you went to uh, the Shadowlands, you would interact with any soul that, that was sent there from your reality, right? But if you were someone from the other reality, you would be interacting with the one from that reality. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again, heavy. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? What? Right. And then again, that's why I say the Magar orcs threw a giant wrench in my idea. Because they're like, <laughs> they're like, nope. <laughs> Sorry, we're not going to create alternate realities for different players just because they have different player because of this one race that we decided to throw in the game. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it almost seems to me that when th- that Draka dies, he's basically saying that it just becomes one it just becomes one part of the larger rope and it any memories any thoughts any anything of it kind of just disappears into the in you know it just like i said it's it just becomes one thread in in the rope it's like one tiny little thread in the in the giant tapestry right so <laughs> yeah i think that i think that's honestly what happens to draka she like when she dies and the alternate universe just kind of in a way just ceases to be which is uh, kind of weird and sad in a strange sort of way but I guess I guess that's what we have to accept because that's what they're telling us <laughs> but does she cease to be or do they do some weird like melding together and the two become one kind of thing well I do have this down here and we can talk about it more but honestly one of the so one of the main things that that Steve is talking about is that when it comes to these alternate realities, everything like this is just so like follow me here for a second. This is not an episode of Sliders, is what he's saying. Sliders. <laughs> third, third episode in a row where we mentioned Sliders. Yes. <laughs> you know what, Jerry? If you want to be a guest, just come on board. <laughs> Hit you up in your DM. You you can come talk. Wow, it'll be fun. <laughs> or maybe we'll just do that one tangent where we do an actual Sliders episode because why not? <laughs> I mean, we could. <laughs> Most of our listeners be like, <laughs> "WTF, guys?" <laughs> Dracoris will like it. Dracoris will be all over it. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, like I was saying. These are not alternate realities as in dimensions, okay? These are not alternate dimensions. These are alternate timelines. You know what I mean? Right. All of these are different threads of time. And Nazdormu, his whole thing is, gotta protect the main timeline. This This is the one that is supposed to be correct, right? Well, if time is not a construct of death, time is a construct of reality, then that kind of goes back to the point of, no, the one true timeline, that's the one that we wind up interacting with. And just because you're a lucky, a very lucky soul individual that somehow managed to escape that one alternate timeline and join the main timeline, Magar Orc players, because <laughs> that's the only way that I can make sense of it. Right. <laughs> is they almost, they, they created this, this slider device and they jumped through, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, Garrosh made it. So, Garrosh is Quinn in this. <laughs> Don't you dare. He is not Quinn. You take that back. 
I mean, in that case, then he's like Rembrandt. Like, and that's not nice to Rembrandt. <laughs> no, don't mess with Remy. <laughs> Garrosh doesn't fit. Just, just continue on. Garrosh doesn't go in this. Garrosh is a Cro-Mag. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's that answer? Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I'm fine with him being tortured. Because <laughs> I hate that stupid storyline. <laughs> All right. So, so, like I was saying, I don't. So, if, if, if Steve is saying time doesn't really escape the confines of like, okay, just, just get used to it, everybody. We're going to probably be talking about this for a while. Look at the cosmology chart. If time is only a construct in the center, right there in reality, and it doesn't escape outside, and you're just like, nope, don't worry about it. Like, we don't we don't worry about the timelines out here. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's what, what they're saying, is that all possible realities, all possible timelines, all just feed into, like, they're just, okay, boop, but now you're... Now you're in the Shadowlands and you are now the all part of the single entity that is supposed to be the main universe. I have no idea if that makes any sense, but this is how I'm making sense of it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it makes it makes sense. I think no matter how much we try to make sense of it though, it's still going to be odd. There's probably still gonna be holes in this plot that we can Drag yeah, giant exactly. trucks through. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's what I'm going with. Okay. So that is my explanation I'm currently going with. That's, uh, that's the best I can do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, before we jump, before we continue on, we're going to keep talking about Draka for a little bit. So we actually got a fan question over there on Twitter. So feel free to ask any of these questions that you also have. And since we we're already talking about Draka, we figure we can talk about her now here too so they say this is coming from annalise and annalicia i'm sorry there we go yeah, annalicia. annalicia all right i got it took me a second but i got it all right hey guys i'm loving the show so far and thank you for the hard work i've been really enjoying the maldraxxus video yeah i like that. that's like one of my faves but <laughs> i've heard more than one streamer claim that draka is a nothing character whose only important claim is being thrall's mother of course, being a parent is a hard and very worthy endeavor, but that would that ah, but what would you say to those who claim Draka isn't that important or is an afterthought? Thank you. Well, you want to tackle this one first, Allie? I think you should, because I you you've already talked a whole lot about Draka on your show, which is why I specifically wanted to wait and answer that question on a week that you were doing the show notes. Because I feel like you have better insight to Draka. All right. Because she's definitely more than just an afterthought. She's definitely more than just an afterthought. And if you were to try and even make the claim that she's nothing but Thrall's mother, then that's that's even more of just an afterthought because she was Thrall's mother for about nine minutes before she ended up dying. No, in my opinion, what she actually is is the smartest of the Frostwolf clan during that time frame because she was actually the one that was probably pushing Duratan in the right direction where Duratan kept having this mm, character flaw, I'll put it. And he was basically saying over and over that, well, I gotta, I gotta do the right thing by my people. And Draka 
I think rightfully said, mate, why don't you just do the right thing? <laughs> right? So she, I felt like she was much more of like the conscience of the Frostwolf clan. Okay. And the other main thing is that there's an entire storyline from, you, you can get it in the, it's not a huge storyline. Uh, it's, it's not uh, a massive thing, but I think it's important to show the character of Draka, which is the, um, it's a Warcraft legends. They're like the little manga, right? Uh, and there is two stories. It's just, it's just, well, it's the same story. It's just part one and two, part two. And it is a warrior maid. So if you ever, if you ever hear the, 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 the common or the, the phrase when you're reading, um, you're reading Rise of the Horde, where she's where they're like, oh man, that's a that's a warrior born. That's what Orgrim said when describing Draka. Well, Duratan said, no, that's a warrior made, because he knew that she was actually kinda like if this was Sparta, she'd have been tossed out. <laughs> Let's put it that right. way. She was born very sickly to the point where she was kind of an embarrassment to the clan, but eventually, as she grew, she approached the uh, elder shaman of the Frostwolf clan and said, hey, what can I do about this whole being crap thing? Like, <laughs> and to kind of sum up the story, the, the shaman just looked at her and says, yeah, 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 I'm going to make you a potion. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you a potion. And wait, well, what I need is uh, a feather from this big old bird, right? And then I need like a, a toenail from one of the big old cleft hoof things. And then I need... Uh, I don't know, like a horn from some other big old beast. I don't know. One of them Draenor oh, animals. One of them Draenor animals that don't actually <laughs> exist. <laughs> okay. So she went and accomplished those tasks, even though she was quite sickly. Uh, and But by the time she came back, she was looking pretty jacked, right? So she's looking pretty good because she just went on a huge hunting expedition, took out three very large of these creatures, and came back. And... I think this was kind of like a Kung Fu Panda moment where, I don't know, if you've seen the movie, the first Kung Fu Panda, you get the dragon <laughs> scroll, opens it up, just a, basically a mirror. It was in you the whole time because that's basically <laughs> basically what the shaman said. He's like, yeah, you don't need no potion. Look at you. Go Seriously, go look at yourself. And she was like, yeah, mm, look good. Look good. <laughs> so is Draka an afterthought? No, I don't think she's an afterthought at all. Now, is she a creation of Christy Golden? Yes, I believe I believe she was. Yeah. Um, just like Invincible was a creation of Christy Golden. And she's way better than Invincible because she's not a mount. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, she's she's a, she's a great character. I actually really like her because, um, in my opinion, the Frostwolf clan probably would have been far worse off had she not been pushing Duratan in the correct direction it's kind of plain and simple right there you got, got anything else to add to that no i think that pretty much covers it all right well she definitely she's, she's one of those characters that if you don't know this kind of background lore then yeah she does seem like she's kind of an afterthought but that's the beauty of having a universe of story to explore that actually has these rich backgrounds so yeah. Um, it's it's good to look into. Yeah, so go pick up your illustrated version of uh, Lord of the Clans and Rise of the Horde and uh, go go read it and you'll realize, yep, mine's right there. I have it. It's it's so pretty and fa- <laughs> it like is. it's it's a fancy cover. I was all excited about the fancy cover. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so pick one of those up. Go ahead and give it a read. 
Look at the pretty pictures in there. They're great. And you'll realize Draka, in my opinion, not an afterthought. And just because she winds up dying because Goldan's a jerk, because that's literally why she died. Miss Goldan, yeah. Goldan's a jerk. <laughs> you'll realize that she, she had a lot more to do. And she probably would have had a lot more to do had he not just offed her. So I'm really looking forward to the Maljaxa storyline. That's one of the main reasons why I'm excited to put my main there. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of other crazy things going on in Maldraxxus too that I'm super excited about. It's like Game of Thrones <laughs> going down there. Basically. Seriously. All right. Well, hopefully that answers the question there, uh, and Alicia. And I know we technically answered it on Twitter as well, but you get it here too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. You want to? You think, think we're good? Think we're good. Yeah. Jump yeah. down to the next yeah. topic. Okay. So Magar orcs. <laughs> this is kind of the issue that that I was seeing. So, when they die, would we... So this is the main question that I have about the Magar Orc. If, if a Magar Orc were to die, right? Just let's, let's just say a player character can die, and they go to Shadowlands. Do you think we would actually interact with their soul in the Shadowlands? Or their main universe counterpart? I mean... I'm, I'm guessing it would be, yeah, like th- this is definitely one of the issues because you would think it'd be their main universe counterpart because it is all about the the main universe, that main timeline. Yeah. And but it gets a little little odd with the Magar Orcs. <laughs> yeah, the, the Magar Orcs, in my opinion, are one of those interesting problems because if you kind of think about it, they are, I guess, now part of the mainline universe they're they're in yeah. the mu now they're 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 right there they're trekking around on azeroth right there next to you and me we're just having fun going out doing adventures and so clearly if we're talking about timelines they're in the mu but they're from yeah. the au so um yeah hmm. so if they're from the au like do they have an mu version of themselves floating around somewhere like that definitely is raises an eyebrow yeah, or are they already odd. dead because they were like on Outland or something like it? I don't know. But then Garrosh was, yeah. Technically, Garrosh was uh, is is a Magar orc, but he was a Magar orc from the uh, you know Emu. So he's right. he's you know he's from Mew Mew. That's what I that's what I Mew Mew. Wow. <laughs> from, yeah, wow. Yeah, you get it from Mew Mew. Mew. Okay. Yeah, he's from Mew Mew. <laughs> He's not from AU. Ow. Ow. We got. Ow. Wow. So, yeah. So, so obviously, there's probably survivors from the, you know, Garadar. You know? So, what are we going to do with these guys? I don't know. It's a problem, Blizzard. You need to answer. Actually, they don't need to answer. We're just going to be over here speculating. It makes me wonder if this specific example is one of those where maybe we're reading too much into it and going a little too in deep with the Magar orcs when really they were just a fun playable race that got added. What? No. Like, that, mm, nope. No, they need, they need to answer. <laughs> like, no, mechanomes? No, that they're canon now. So they, they got, so it's fine. Nope. No, that's fine. <laughs> and the Volpera, yeah, they're great. Uh, so, yeah, the, they need to answer about the Magar Orcs. I'm just saying. Take it out. All right. Have to figure it out. 
Because I don't like honestly, when I think about the MAGA orcs, I even wonder if they're even going to pick up that storyline with Ural at all. Like, at all. I, I don't. I don't know if they can at this point. Now, granted, I have not played through that myself. It's on my list of things to do, and I haven't watched it on YouTube because I want to play through it naturally. But I've heard enough about it to know what happens with URL, and I know a lot of people are not happy with it. And she's I a, don't think she's they a space can. Space fanatic. Exactly. Like I just, <laughs> I think they kind of ruined it, and I don't, I don't think they can do anything with it now. Yeah. And unless they specifically made her some kind of really focused carrier character that had some kind of story progression or something. Well, character development. If if we're up to me, and if we if you know as the player base we're like, yeah, we want to see URL again. URL's great. If they really did go down the whole um, 10.0, 11.0, you know, expansion of it's the basically the War of the Cosmos, right? Right. <laughs> the Infinity War, effectively. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if that is the expansion, I could definitely see her coming back to that because. I'm pretty sure right. the light would want her as a champion because she's totally on their side. So, I mean, if that were a thing where we had to battle the forces of the light or team up with them, like well, we, it could be either way. I'm just like, she's gonna be a lackey of one of the light lords. Yeah, that's, that's lords kinda, of light. Whatever we decided on, lords of light. I think we decided on lords of light. I don't know. Either way, I'm now. Now I'm picturing the toy from the 80s, the light, light brights. <laughs> the Great American Tune-In is brought to you by Light Bright. Turn on the magic of colored lights. Light Bright from Milton Bradley. <laughs> you... I loved my Light Bright. <laughs> <laughs> I never had one, but my friend had one, and I thought they were cool. Oh, Kat's here to say hello. <laughs> she also agrees that Light Brights are cool. Yeah, they're cool. Meow. So, yeah, URL. I, th- I think she could come back. Honestly, maybe, but you're right. I think it would have to be some kind of you know reason that we're bringing you know you back <laughs> <laughs> and exploring that again, or some of the Magar orcs, and it would probably be something with the cosmic war. Yeah, I mean something. I mean, if we got the Magar orcs already, you could easily explain that. Oh, you know they they're linked to that timeline, and they can you know be through them they can travel back. Blah 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 blah, and then the lights Is- like. Mm. Is there an MU version of URL? I I can't I think remember she's if in we the ever path of glory. Okay. <laughs> Probably. Probably. <laughs> like I just I can't I couldn't for the life of me remember if we heard anything about the MU version or if she is one of the skulls in the path of glory. <laughs> that was Bones. that was a meme on Reddit that had me laughing for way longer than I probably should have, but still. <laughs> It was, guys, I found her. found your L. found the, the I main universe. I remember that one. And it yeah. was just one, one individual skull in the path of glory. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, that could be her. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, it's path of glory. That's a, even, even Varrock <laughs> said that was kind of messed up. <laughs> the road that led to the dark portal was long and wide. Paved with the bones of innocence. We called it the Path of Glory. That was the great lie upon.
<laughs> yeah. Seriously. He's like, oh, what do you say? He's like, and hey, we called it the path of glory. Yeah, because we were nice guys back then. <laughs> super nice. <laughs> Again, go read. Go read Rise of the Horde. They were super mean. <laughs> yes. Because they all got tricked, basically. Yes. <laughs> we're all following orders. Yeah. Because we, yep, yep, yep. All right. Love that. <laughs> Moving uh, on. <laughs> moving on, yes. Uh, next character that we can discuss, because I think this is yeah. the one that... I think this one actually is probably the, the weirdest one. Uh, but you can easily explain it away. So, Velen. Would it even Velen. would it be possible to see a dead Velen in Shadowlands? Even though Velen, he's right there. He's fine. He's just hanging out at the... I don't know if he's at the Exodar anymore. He's probably in the Vendikar still, but I don't know. Where is he right now? I'm trying to remember where, where in the story we saw him last. The last time I think we really saw him was saying, oh, you're not going with us, Illidan? And he's like, nope. And he's like, all right, peace. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is. Yeah. So, yeah, he's probably still hanging out with his people and the Army of Light in the uh, Vindicar. Yeah, probably. At least that's my guess anyways. So, Shadowlands. Think he could be there? Maybe. That get, and that brings up. A- the whole, you know, what happens when one of these, you know, threads the rope has made to Shadowlands and one is still alive somewhere, you know? Are yeah. we going to see the AU version of Dead Velen? I, I don't, don't <laughs> know. Unless, I think one of the ways they could potentially make that work is if they usually, if they used it as a plot device to explain the whole MUAU thing to people in-game. Because not everyone goes outside game to look up the lore and the story and read these interviews and whatnot. So we're talking about, I've seen our download numbers. Every single player of Warcraft is listening to us right now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like there are, there are some people in the player base who are actually pretty against having to go outside the game to have something explained in the story and the lore and whatever. Like they don't like to read the books. Like they want it all in game. So if they really are going to explore the whole AU versus MU thing in Shadowlands in the game, they're probably going to find some kind of way to explain it. And AU Velen may be the plot device needed to make that happen. Yeah, it could be. Maybe? But I, I think that is the, the problem that you get into. And you could explain, but it's just it's wacky when you really wrap your try and well, try and wrap your head around it. Yeah. it is is like, look. Time doesn't matter here. Like, technically, you could find anyone in the Shadowlands that hasn't died yet in the, you know, main universe yet in the Shadowlands because technically it already happened because time is doesn't doesn't matter here. It's just to them there. It, it is it is eternal. So if it's truly right. eternal, like you could technically run into yourself there and <laughs> You know what I mean? Where it's that'd be weird. It would be weird. It's like, oh yeah, I died. You know, I've been here for a while. Well, how long you've been here? I don't. I don't understand that concept. Yeah. It's time. It's just. I've just I'm been just here. here. Yeah, I exist. <laughs> yeah, I've just been here. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> yeah, that's when you. It's when you try and say like, oh, time has no meaning, and you're like, interesting. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, he he could be here. Velen could be hanging out. We could meet him. But if if they are going to do that, 
I think the easiest way that they could do it is like, oh yeah, he's one of those other realms of the Shadowlands and you shouldn't see him. He's there. You just didn't see him. <laughs> yeah, that might be the easiest way because I feel like a lot of people who do go outside the game for lore and whatnot who read this interview are also confused. And <laughs> I think to try to explain it in game would cause issues. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think our mortal brains were meant to try and comprehend the, right. in, the infinite <laughs> and concepts like eternal because <laughs> our, our heads just start going, wait, but like, but like, but, you know, <laughs> you our just brains start need the time to process. <laughs> you know, you like just start thinking about it, time. And, and then you just start getting in that loop in like space balls, where they're like, "What the hell am I looking at? When does this happen in the movie?" Now, you're looking at now, sir. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? We passed then. When? Just now. We're at now. Now. Go back to then. When? Now. 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 I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. <laughs> It's just, it's that kind of crap where you're just like, huh, huh, yeah. Mm. So, yeah, Velen, he could totally be there. And, well, Velen is still kicking it alive. But, yeah, are they going to do that? I don't know. I don't even think the Blizzard developers want to go down that route of trying to explain that one away. Yeah, I don't think so. I really don't. Because it's, that's a hard one to explain. If anything, we're just going to go ahead and say, well, the AU soul is in effectively Shadowlands Purgatory. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for Arvelin to die. Yeah. Or, I don't, jeez, I don't Something. know. Yeah. So the, these are the, the <laughs> Steve admitted it himself, this is complicated. <laughs> and we're just over here trying to make sense of his answer because if he, that's one of those things. It's almost like a so sometimes when you, you get a politician answer something and you just like look around going like, that didn't answer that at all. <laughs> <laughs> all you did was point fingers at someone else. What? <laughs> Velen's over there. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was, what? I was asking about Draco. Why'd you bring up Velen? <laughs> I don't understand. So, well, uh, Velen, I think that's that's the... In my opinion, I think Velen's probably the most complex, like, head-scratcher, because that Velen's dead, technically 35 years ago. Right. Because that was Warlord's timeline. And then it's like, wait. So is he there? He could be. But then what is then what is Ars Velen doing? It, it, it almost feels like if that were, if he was there, it's like whoever gets there first, that's the dominant soul in the Shadowlands. <laughs> So, when so, the other one snaps too, it's just like in you know, like your best bet is, lead. Yeah, it's yeah. like your best bet is to die fastest. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's uh, anyway. All right, well, here's my next character <laughs> that I want to bring up because I, I think uh, Gold Dan. Uh, I'm still bummed. I want my meme. Damn it! <laughs> Everyone's favorite jerk. <laughs> well, here we go. Here's the problem that we have have with Goldan that adds an extra layer, just just one little extra layer of hmm on it, is both of them died in the main universe timeline. That's where things get 
wacky because you point back to Velen, one of them died in the alternate universe. You could just say like, right. oh, that was a tangent. That's Biff. It, it freaking disappeared. It's, <laughs> it's that, Biff. that picture, that picture's <laughs> gone. But Goldan though, that's a problem because they both yeah. directly impacted the timeline. There are literally two Goldans in this main universe timeline doing stuff. So if you're talking about a rope, okay, and they're both threads of that same rope, they, they just go back and they now start arguing with each other internally because it's still the same person. Like, that's where, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, Goldan no longer gets to say that wasn't me because no, that was you. I think, you know, that actually Always brings... causing problems. You know, that actually is super <laughs> interesting if you think about it that way because supposedly kill Jaden, right? Kill Jaden's a demon. Mm-hmm. And the next thing I have to bring up is the fact that the... Okay, if what the, if you go back to the Twisting Nether and you die there, it affects all demons, really, because that was the thing. We killed Archimon and Warlords of Draenor, and they're like, nope, Archimon's dead. And they're like, wait, you sure? You sure about that? Like, we killed an alternate Archimon. They're like, nope, he's dead. We killed him in the Nether. So when Archimon or Kill Jaden or whoever it was that was messing with Gul'dan in that, rea- in that, in that like, um... Uh, audio drama and he kept saying that wasn't me maybe he realized that in the grand scheme of things no that is you (laughs) maybe because he's because he's a demon it's like no all these different realities of us they are all the same rope we're all just one big cowboy it's fine (laughs) (laughs) i'm just picturing them now with the little lasso oh my goodness (laughs) Uh, yeah so yeah, Goldan. Both of them, both of them had impacts in our timeline quite a bit. One of them cost yeah. them the second war. Big impact, yeah. The second one, or the other one, whatever. Second, yeah, that one drops loot for us. Believe <laughs> you, you believe if you kill him on Mythic, he's, there's even a mount you can get. Supposedly, I haven't seen it myself yet. Yeah, well, I I don't have it, but. I actually tried to do that that Goldan fight on uh, Mythic. You it's can't, still you can't, hard. You can't solo it. You can solo Even everything du- up to him, and then you can't solo. Even Duo, uh, Starman, and I have tried it a couple times, and we we were really close, just didn't quite need it. So I pulled in a couple gillies to help us, but like it's still it's still pretty hard. Yeah, it's that whole like when he summons Illidan's soul thing is where yeah, it goes nutsy. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I was like, oh crap! I didn't know I was gonna die yep. here. <laughs> Yeah, because someone, I actually watched a video of someone soloing it, but apparently you need a, you have to have a pet class, basically. <laughs> so. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get it. I just realized that, well, I'm not going to be able to do gear. it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah, Goldan. There's two of them out there, kind of, but now in the Shadowlands, there's one. So, yeah. God, it's and so. The, and then, so, do, do they have each other's. Thoughts and memories and... I don't know. Illidan apparently has Goldan's memories as well. Because <laughs> he oh. ate his skull. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 a, that, that's... That's different weirdness. But like... <laughs> <laughs> so... Like, does... You know, MU version know what AU version did and whatnot? When they get to the Shadowlands? I don't know, maybe. Only because it's like, why wouldn't you? You know? 
You would think. I mean, if they do, but then that would be like become one rope. Yeah. Well, if if Draca ever, if the if the AU Draca ever dies, would the Draca we were dealing with suddenly recognize us? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Where it's like, you, I know you in Draenor. <laughs> yeah, it's good. You could say in the mountains of Frostbite I, I really wanted to, and I'm like, don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt him. <laughs> in the mountains of Frostbite In Ridge. the mountains. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Gul'dan, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a head scratcher. I'm going to put it that way. Okay. Now, I'm going to go back to the demons because this, this is still an issue for me. Yeah. This is interesting. Now, I have a, I, I, I think I can kind of understand where they're, they're getting at. Cause it feels like if we go back to his, his little mention of time, quiet, you kitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you go back to his little mention of time where he's like, time is not a construct of death. Time has no meaning there. Right. So again, that's talking about different realities. So if you extend that out to, you know, the Shadowlands or the realms of death or the Twisting Nether or anything. So if, if time is only a, a thing of reality, you could almost say that, yes, if you die there, you're you're dead, dead. Like you've destroyed the rope. If you, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. That's right of it. Yeah. You're not just, you're not just, you know, like in the. The fates of Greek mythology where they, they cut the threads, right? Now you're, you're hacking the whole rope. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like, because that's probably the explanation they would go for is like when they die in the nether like that, they're, they're just they're, they're, they're just gone completely, which is just the wackiest yeah. thing for me. Only because if you think about it, Kill Jaden and Archimon didn't actually start as demons. <laughs> they were Eridar. Yeah, I mean, which is really easy to forget and yeah what what about the reality where they didn't join up with the burning legion you know right and so i mean so that version of them i mean are we gonna see good versions of them in shadowlands or like you said that is that rope just chopped off now like (laughs) yeah i don't know or is it only affect all of those that became demons because if those ones died, they would just go to the Shadowlands. Right. I don't know. It's, hmm. I think I'm confusing myself now. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a partial rope that goes to Shadowlands with like frayed edges that are like burned off so it doesn't like fray more, you know, because that, that got chopped off and done yep. <laughs> when they died in the nether. Yeah. Yeah. Any, it gets anything weird. that was fell infused is now just like, nope, burn the rope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> you you two, you, you that are decided to go with Velen and not become the Minari, as he called them, you're fine. <laughs> you're not going <laughs> to suddenly disappear like uh, the picture and, you know. Right. Back in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. Like all of these little issues that I kept coming up with was, what about that? What about that? What about that? <laughs> Right, I feel, I feel like Steve may have underestimated the, the power of our lore, Exactly, like the lore fans of this of this player base, and how much we do tend to pick apart and analyze and dig into things. And of course, this is just going to have a million more questions. Like, what? What? <laughs> 
I don't know. It's it, it is a fun speculation. I will I will it say it is. It is. I've been it's waiting for this. Fun. So I appreciate the effort, but I will continue to ask these questions until I am satisfied with the answer. <laughs> You're gonna be waiting a while. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna ask him every week. I'm just gonna be like bugging him on Twitter. Hey, Steve, what about this? <laughs> Come on now, help us out. <laughs> Poor Steve. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well. All right. So, any, do you have anything else to add to the whole? If a demon dies in the, because that's the thing. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. Like, if a Naru dies in the realm of light, does that mean they're gone forever and all possible realities of them are gone too? Because yeah, I think that's what that means. I don't know. Are there other realities of Naru? I, I mean, yeah, they'd have to because they existed in the alternate universe of Draenor. Yeah, like that was the whole. Good you know point. I mean? Unless they can alternate universe hop. <laughs> Being all cosmic foreseen and whatnot. Yeah, there's they're they're sliders. Yeah, they're sliders. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're like chromie where they're just like, we've met before, right? Yeah. The wait. No, that was last week. Crap. Sorry. <laughs> I get this all mixed up in my head. <laughs> I love chromie. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And then and then the other one last fun little just little thing is that earlier or later i don't remember which in the interview they also talked about if if you die in the shadowlands then you're gone for good now going back to that whole demon thing does that mean if you die in the shadowlands because all ropes lead back like all threads lead into a single rope does that mean you as the mortal soul all possible realities of you are gone too I guess so. I mean, if we're going with this and if the rope is all the versions, you know, twisted together, I think that's what that means. Yep. So there you go. Don't die in the Shadowlands. That's <laughs> because you're going to be, be dead, dead. Be, <laughs> all of yous. Yeah. All of yous. Not just you. <laughs> yous. <laughs> the exactly. two utes. <laughs> all right. Now. Okay. Now, here's the one thing that I thought was fun that I wanted to bring up because I thought this was just an interesting observation that I hadn't thought about uh, that I, I saw on. it was I believe it was a, one of Bellular's videos that he brought it up, which is, all right, so Steve, you said that time is not a construct of death. But that Melchexus video, if you kind of think about it, if you think about when Draca died and then the events that were leading along seem to follow along the timeline of the main universe MU. because one of the main one of the first big things is Mr. Margrave Scorpion Face <laughs> bring that back yes <laughs> <laughs> he, he looked at Draca and said okay the house of plagues lies in ruins now if we think that the Lich King he's the one who learned to make the plague that then told Kel'Thuzad like here's the thing you think maybe he got that from the House of Plagues? Um, now I do. <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't considered that before, but now yeah, knowing you, what we do know, it makes sense. Yeah, because if you think about it, Draca died well before the Lich King was a thing. And yeah, then she was going sure. through her crazy training montage of becoming a rogue, so that probably took at least the second war. And then maybe and then things, time gets all wibbly wobbly. So, of course, and then you know, if you're marching along, and then eventually she becomes <laughs> super assassin, like Wah! I'm a super assassin, and then 
you know, then she goes and invades demon homeworlds and steals maps and clearly, and that's another thing that you gotta think about. Again, she didn't die like last week. She died like 20 years ago. More like 18. <laughs> Maybe 15. I don't know. Well, it's actually closer to about 15, 14 years. <laughs> yeah. She died in about year six. Six to eight. Gotcha. Okay, is roughly when she died after the Dark Portal opened. Yeah. So if you compare that to the third war happening around year 20, so she was kind of in the Shadowlands for a pretty decent amount of time, roughly, that'd be about 14-ish years in main mainline universe. So yeah, that would give plenty of time for the Lich King to get set up and start messing with or borrowing the plague from Maldraxxus. Right. So, and if you think about that, because again, while we talked about, I don't know, was that last was that last episode where we geeked out about the jailer and the and the, the helm? I think that was episode four. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. And now we know, because because of Bolvar's revelations, letting us know that. Oh, by the way, the jailer is totally up and up, you know, messing with you too. So it would make sense that the jailer would use you know, Ner'zhul to mess with Maldraxxus if Maldraxxus is the main line of defense. And as the, the main house has started to fall and conflict kicked off, yeah, it feels like that's one of the things that totally would happen. So, so yeah, that's one of those things where you think about it, you're like, so time has no impact, but it sure seems to be following the timeline there, Steve. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's definitely interesting. Like I said, like I never considered that but yeah that's 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 really interesting yeah because it's, it's interesting to me that the first house that was mentioned is the house of plagues and that's right that's the first thing that the lich king did was unleash the plague on lordaeron yep yeah so interesting yeah there's a little interesting do we, little bit do we know why the house of plagues lies in ruins yet not specifically no okay at least at least i don't as a non Maldraxxus storyline beta player. I don't. <laughs> right. And I, I haven't, I've, I've done a little bit of the interquest as your first leveling, but that's about it. So I don't know either. Right. I don't know. That, that's, that's kind of where I'm thinking. Like it may have something to do with that. Maybe perhaps. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Well, I think that's where we can kind of, start wrapping this up a little bit. So in conclusion, do we think this entire robo explanation actually, is this just a good try or, or what? Does it do away with any of these issues they created with the alternate universe? No. Or is this their attempt of just saying, shush, all you lore nerds, shush, <laughs> just stop. It feels both. It, so it feels... Like it is, they like I said, they wrote themselves into a corner with the alternate universe when they didn't realize until later that they were going to start exploring all this Shadowlands stuff and whatnot. And so they're like, well, crap, what do we do with all this over here that we created already? And so now they're trying to explain it away while also trying to basically tell us to shush and not worry about it because here's the explanation without really thinking and realizing that's just going to make us talk about it more. Yep. Yeah, I, like like I kind of said, I I feel like it's it's good conversation starter. 
I'll go. I'll, I'll take it there. Yeah. And say, yeah. I think it's a. Uh, it's fun to discuss, <laughs> but that's about as. I don't think. I, I think it honestly brings up more questions than answers, and until they explicitly say, no, that that right there, that's the answer. Right. Yeah, I'm not. We're just gonna be still speculating. Yeah, we can fill a. You know, at least an hour of, of speculation on this cause easily. <laughs> yeah, without breaking a sweat. Yeah, I mean, we could probably keep going, but we're not gonna because we're just gonna. We would, I feel like we would just be re- retreading the same ground if we did. <laughs> yeah, and and just throwing our hands in the air again and again, <laughs> not yeah. really knowing anything. Yeah, because there's another character that you can think about, uh, Chogall. Hmm? They're both dead. Chogall. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you're gonna see two versions of him. Does he have four heads now? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> No idea. <laughs> okay. Well, it seems to me that we're only going to be seeing a single a single entity. And yes, it's very sad because I would love to see the double dragon version of Goldan Raid Fight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Tag teaming each other in or something. <laughs> Off the ropes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a think that's a discussion on ropes and cowboys and cattle and Roy Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Well, I suppose we can jump into some reviews. Yes. Well, both of these, these come from the warcraftradio.com slash directory. That's where these both come from. And I will grab this first one from Capo. And it is... With Morley Gray and Dungeon Fables, Jin and Allie alone have awesome shows worth listening to. But Jin and Allie together? Like, all caps together? On one show? <laughs> every two weeks doing a deep dive into Warcraft lore? Yes, please! <laughs> they may have questionable tastes in flavoring, pumpkin spice. It's delicious. Just embrace it. Just embrace it. <laughs> he never will. <laughs> it's not even pumpkin. That's the thing. People are like, oh, it's, a bit. No, it's pu- not pumpkin spice. It's literally like cinnamon, nutmeg, allspice. Get over it. It's delicious. <laughs> but they have great chemistry and know how to deliver a light, fun-filled conversation that will surely suck you in. Yep. Just like a tag team of gold dance. Off the ropes. Because Capo likes wrestling. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you, Capo. Appreciate that. Seriously. Yes, very much. And then our next one comes from Zandara a.k.a. Kara. She does a little show called This Week in Trek with Starman. Great. But uh, Zandara says, Allie and Jen crack me up when they get together, so this podcast has been a delight. Allie's Dungeon Fables podcast and Jen's Morally Gray podcast come together in this one to cover more current topics of lore-based nerdery. And I dig it. I dig it too. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Kara, you're so sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah, seriously. Thank you. Yep, and yes, you totally caught that uh, I totally stole your name on one of my characters, Jindara. <laughs> did you? <laughs> I did. That's awesome. Yeah, it's my rogue. <laughs> it's my panda it's rogue. It's a, a good name. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it is. Now, seriously, Capo, Kara, thank you. I very much appreciate that. So... 
Now, as always, we're going to go ahead and end this on a little bit of a positive note. And this one comes from none other than Sarith, who has been beating me more often than not in Yahtzee, you jerk. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, this one, uh, let's just say I had to do a little bit of digging because I wanted to make sure that I understood this story top to bottom. So I was figuring it all out. And this comes from a user on TikTok and I believe Instagram, too. And they also, you can also search on YouTube. There's a YouTube channel now where they actually explain the whole thing. So I watched all that. And it's basically called Team underscore Jocelyn. And they explain basically the struggles and everything that uh, their daughter has been going through with cancer. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, ho, ho, hold up there, Jen. Thought you said this is a positive story. Why are you, talk, why are you bringing in childhood cancer in here? Well, the main thing that I wanted to bring up here is just so you know that whole internet thing and everyone's like oh internet's just a big cesspool of awfulness and blah 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 well luckily sometimes you can actually find a pretty pretty awesome bright spot on the internet which is this little little channel which is basically chronicling their their entire journey that she has been going through with uh cancer and in you know she went into remission for a while uh but then you know, they had a, she had another MRI, and it was, uh, hey, it came back, and it was it was real sad. But she's still kicking. As a matter of fact, I just watched another one of the uh, videos of her, and she's as adorable as ever and still struggling. <laughs> but the positive side on this is that, hey, there's a whole bunch of people that have gotten together, and they've donated a lot of their time. They've shaved their head in solidarity with Jocelyn, and they've done a whole wow. lot of things. So I just wanted to play a little message from Jocelyn's mom, basically saying thank you. And also, maybe you should go check it out and, I don't know, maybe show your little support for her as well. So I just wanted to hop on here real quick and do a response to everything that's been going on the past couple of days. When I made that video of Jocelyn, I was really just like documenting everything like I normally do. I never in a million years thought it was going to get as big as what it has. We are in absolute shock right now with how generous you guys are and how kind you are and all the love and support and everything we've gotten. We just really can't believe that this is going on right now. So we just wanted to come on and say thank you so much to anyone that's donated, to anyone who sent their love, to anyone who has sent me a message. I'm trying to get back to them as soon as I can. To anyone that's shaved their head in support of her, you're absolutely amazing. Thank you. And then the biggest thank you to Jake Barr who made that huge donation to us. I just, I really wish I had my reaction recorded when it happened because I can't even tell you how shocked I was. We love you all. All right. So I, I don't know. I was a a little blown away uh, by just seeing the amount of support and everything that uh, they've been getting through all this because obviously it's pretty rough. So seriously, check it out. She's absolutely adorable. Yeah, it's little Jocelyn. And thank you, Sarith, for sending in the the little story because I definitely got a kick out of watching some of those TikToks. So. <laughs> she <laughs> is really cute. <laughs> I don't actually have a TikTok account, but you can still watch the videos if you don't have one. Yeah, so yeah, just go over there and search for um, team underscore Jocelyn. And I will put the, put the link in the show notes so you can go check it out. But yeah. Well, I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's an episode. Tie it up with a rope and call it done. Yeah. I wonder how how fast we can tie this up. You know, 
Like when you're gonna tie it up. you in a cherry stem. Where they're cowboys ran off and they did little. Just like that. Thanks for listening to Live, Laugh, Lore. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, or a question that you're just dying to know the answer to, send us an email at livelaughlorecast at gmail.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jared Cooster, and you can follow Allie at Allie Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care.